podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. And if you're realizing value from this podcast, please do us a favor and subscribe so you don't miss any of the episodes as they're released. And leave us a rating or review if your chosen platform supports it. Recognizing behavioral patterns, have a bit of a confession. I was going over all of the notes that I received from some of the founding members. In those notes were a number of suggestions that they wanted to see take place early on. And they felt like these suggestions would really help to propel the show and give it a good portfolio from the onset. And one in particular, recognizing behavioral patterns, somehow, some way, I seem to have overlooked that. So that is what we're going to cover today. We're going to look at how psychology recognizes human patterns. We're going to look at the most common behavioral patterns. And then we're going to finish up with the main idea, which are the benefits of understanding these personalities and how you can reap tremendous rewards utilizing this information. Psychologists recognize human behavior principally through three methods, observation, experimentation, and data analysis. In the observation mode, essentially what's occurring is we are looking at people in their natural environments, whether that's work, whether that's at home, various social gatherings, all of the different environmental arenas that they would find themselves participating in in a given day. Next is experimentation. And these are principally controlled studies to investigate behavioral patterns and attitudes. And finally, we have data analysis. In the data analysis method, they typically use surveys and questionnaires to identify behavioral patterns and attitudes. In order for us to make use of behavioral patterns that we're going to uncover here shortly, we need to first decide on which of the three methods we're going to use. Certainly, by all accounts, observation is going to be the one that is most readily available for us. Experimentation and or data analysis is just going to be outside of the scope of what we could typically do in a given day. I want to share just one tidbit before we jump into these different types of behavioral patterns. I want to introduce to you the principle of the bell curve. If we were starting from left to right and we were to plot these on a graph, after all of the plotting had taken place, all of the dots that were dead center would represent the mean or the middle. And then what you would have is standard deviations and the standard deviations will take you from center to the left or from the center to the right. As you move further to the left and to the right outside of the standard deviations, you would have outliers. The reason I bring this up is when we go over topics like this, we're not really trying to gain an appreciation for all of the outliers What we're trying to do is center ourselves on the mean and a little bit of standard deviation to the left and to the right. And it's in that area where we refer to the sweet spot. So as we go over these common behavioral patterns, consider these 
uh, eight to be in the so-called sweet spot. Behavioral patterns are reoccurring ways that individuals or groups act when presented with a specific type of situation or a specific type of circumstance. This behavior over time gets written to the subconscious mind. And once it's written to the subconscious mind, it becomes automatic. The things that we would do in a given day are filtered through these beliefs that are associated with these behavioral patterns. Now let's check out the eight that are most common that we see, generally speaking, day to day in most individuals. Number one is pro-social behaviors that benefit others, such as helping, sharing, or cooperating. Number two, aggressive behaviors that are intended to harm others, such as physical violence or verbal abuse. Conformity, behaviors that have a tendency to follow social norms and expectations, even if they conflict with a personal belief or value. Risk takers, this behavior that refers to engaging in potentially negative situations, such as maybe drug use, uh, recklessness, aggressive driving, gambling, etc. Self-discipline, this includes behaviors that involve delaying gratification, such as studying instead of socializing or saving money for a rainy day. Anxious, this behavioral pattern refers to patterns of worry or feeling uneasy about potential future events or situations. Open-minded, this behavioral pattern refers to the willingness to try new things, to seek out new information and explore new ideas. And then number eight, perfectionist. This includes setting high standards for oneself and striving for flawlessness, often at the expense of personal well-being and relationship. I would have you also note that these eight behaviors can be found at 4 minutes and 53 seconds through 6 minutes and 26 seconds. And you can utilize the controls on your podcast player to move you back so that you can gain a thorough understanding of each of these patterns so that you can begin to lay down permanent tracks in your mind for long-term retention. With that said, let's move into now the crux, the core, what we were really after, and that is the key benefits of understanding these personality patterns. Number one, improved self-awareness. That's understanding really your behavioral patterns, how they can help you to identify areas for growth and improvement. By recognizing the patterns in your own behavior, you can begin to change negative patterns and build more positive patterns. The idea of self-improvement is really one of the founding principles of this podcast. We want to be able to gain a perspective of what's going on inside of us so that when we see these things 
occurring, these patterns, these behaviors, we can make a mental note, nip it in the bud before it has an opportunity to play out in its entire life cycle so that we then regain our power and our freedom to move forward without the negative impacts that some of these patterns and behaviors can cause. Right out of the gate with this whole idea of self-awareness is this is going to give you a tremendous lift. Understanding your own behavior patterns, how you interact with you and how that is going to manifest in your relationship with others. Number two, improved communication. When you understand the behavioral patterns of others' family, you are better able to communicate with them. And effective communication is paramount when we have goals and objectives that we are hard and fast after. We want to expend the least amount of energy to get the flow going for whatever the task at hand is so that we can have reserves, if you will, in our tank to propel us forward for whatever the issue, circumstance, task, assignment is for a given day. Regarding communication, when we do this and we do this effectively, we can tailor our communication style to the preferences of others, which will help us build rapport and trust faster. There's an understanding that if you're in sales, as an example, you've got to establish rapport and trust before a person will be willing to hear your sales pitch. Number three, better relationships. Understanding the behavioral patterns of others can also help us to build stronger relationships, whether these are personal or professional. And by being able to anticipate the needs and wants of others, you can build a deeper connection and foster greater empathy and understanding. Relationship building is one of the things that I struggled with early on in my managerial career. And it took me a long time to get to a place where I was comfortable. Networking events were absolutely brutal. I would see others just moving around, just socializing, and I found that difficult. But when I learned how to recognize, understand, connect with these various types of personalities after a little conversation, assuming that I was paying strict attention to what they were telling me as well as their body language, I was then able to sort of bend and shape or mirror their personality style and effectively be able to start a conversation that was lasting. And in many cases, I was also able to create some pretty cool friends. Number four, more effective leadership. Leaders who understand the behavioral patterns of their team members are better able to motivate and engage with them. One of my early mentors, he shared with me that, Michael, 
if you're going to be an effective leader, and I learned this principle already from the military, but then he restated it and it really took hold of me for a second time. He said, you're going to be able to effectively lead people, getting them to do the things that you need them to do timely and without you being a micromanager you're going to have to find what it is that makes them tick. I think that dovetails beautifully into this specific conversation because we just talked about communication and then now we're bridging the gap with relationship building. Now we're into the piece where we can literally apply each of these. When I started to take time sometimes outside of work even, to really gain an appreciation for an individual on my team, not just knowing his wife's name or, you know, how many children he has and what sports he likes, not just that surface stuff, really getting to know him or her. What are their aspirations? What's their background? Where'd they grow up? You know, what was their childhood like? Yeah, the deep stuff. When you get to that level, You really, truly understand their composition psychologically, then you're really positioned well to do things that are a win-win situation, helping them to propel their career forward. And then as a result, you get the benefit of them doing the things that you need them to do day to day to fulfill whatever it is that you do for a living, tailoring our leadership styles to the needs of others create positive and productive work environment. And again, as I said, it's a win-win situation. Last one, number five, better decision-making. Understanding behavioral patterns can also help you to make better decisions. Why is that important? Let's assume from the last example, you are a person who is in leadership Perhaps you're an entrepreneur or a solopreneur, small business owner. You have human resources that you have responsibility for. You have capital resources that you are responsible for. It's important for you to be a good steward of both of those resources. Decision making and having a calculated way of doing that really is to your benefit with respect to how this whole personality component works, considering the behavioral patterns of others, you can also anticipate how they may react to a different set of circumstances and make more informed choices about how you're going to deliver a presentation, a work assignment, whatever the case may be. Knowing that personality type is going to give you an edge when you're ready to really bear down and start making some core decisions. And family, paying attention to the patterns in behavior, you can gain valuable insight into yourself and others, which ultimately leads to greater success and happiness. I think that this is a a fantastic starter for you. We will likely do some additional podcasts on this whole behavioral mechanism. It is incredibly complex and has various components. 
Today, we talked about recognizing behavioral patterns. We talked about some of the uh, different ways that we would do that through observation. We listed for you eight different common behavioral patterns and five different benefits that you can reap. Just as a reminder to review without having to listen to the entire episode again, you can move your podcast player to four minutes and 53 seconds through six minutes and 26 seconds to review all of the common behavioral patterns. That's going to conclude this episode. Thank you for your time and attention. As an administrative note, we will be changing the episode release days from Monday, Wednesday, Friday to Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. The algorithms are telling me that we can reach more people if we change to those days. And that is one of our core attempts to assist and help as many people as possible. We do always ask that you share this with friends, with family, with co-workers, and tag me on IG at your thought life, Y-O-R, thought life, no spaces. Leave a comment. And I want to remind you, as I typically do, you are enough. You can do it. And you are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. And until next time, take care and be safe.